0: I can't stop thinking about them. I keep rereading their old texts.
1: Brian, Brian, this has got to stop. It's been months, and they send those alerts to everyone. You know that, right? Look, your bank is leaving, but you've got to get back out there. Listen to me any bank would be lucky to have you, especially Bank of Ireland.
2: Really? Yeah, they've even put together a simple step by step guide to moving banks and have a dedicated team on hand to help. Even an ending could be a new beginning. To start finding your new banking partner, download our step by step guide to moving banks. Search Bank of Ireland Big Move. Begin. Bank of Ireland is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. The Pat Kenny Show with Mastercard share an extraordinary
0: experiences all over the world with Priceless Cities at priceless.com
1: this is news talk now, Bloom is back, as you heard. It's been branded as a showcase for the very best in Irish food, drink and, of course, horticulture. It's sponsored by onboard board beer. Our regular gardening expert on the show, Porrick Horkin, is at the festival as he will be on the expert stage providing the best design ideas for your garden. And uh, he's on the line now. Porrick, good
0: morning. Good morning, Pat. So how is it shaping up? It's shaping up fantastic. It's hard to believe, Pat. I was here one week ago, and the transformation in the last six days is just incredible. There are 22 top-class show gardens. I think the standard is actually higher again this year. The theme is very much green, very much our, like our politics at the moment. Very A, a huge amount of... Green plants use ferns, hostas, grasses, a lot of bee friendly plants on all the various gardens this year. And recycling, very much to the fore, and environmental issues, very much to the fore. But the gardens are at a really, really high standard. Some, I suppose, outstanding gardens that I, that I walked this morning the Crumlin Children's Hospital garden is particularly nice. That's beautiful, cool blue colours. Whites, things like hydrangea, um, things like delphiniums and lupins in full flower. The dementia garden that Kira t- spoke about—that's well worth a visit. Pat, its memories are made of this, and it's that throwback to the '50s, '60s, and '70s. So we're seeing plants that we would associate with our grandmothers, I suppose, and our mothers. Things like again the lovely ho- the, the foxgloves, the hostas, the lupins, delphiniums, scented roses. Are very much in vogue. There's actually an underwater garden this year, Pat, uh, sponsored by Bordiskiwara. And um, when I was walking it this morning, the the uh, designers were actually putting the sea life, the fish, into the garden. So that's an underwater mm-hmm. garden. And again, it's I suppose promoting the natural resource we have in the sea and particularly the pollutants of plastics. And
1: where Bloom is located in in the park, it's uh, a good bit from uh, both the zoo, uh, which has water, and the dog pond, which has water. So it may take the herons a while to find those fish. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it, it, it will indeed, Pat. It will indeed. Well, it's actually covered by a, a beautiful blue net as well. But it's, it's well worth something very different this year, I suppose, at Bloom Pass. And we saw this in Chelsea last week. Um, It's not just that big blousy flowers. There's a lot of environmental issues, a lot of themes that blew this year. For example, Fingal County Council have a bee positive garden. So it's full of weeds and full of dandelions and lots of natural flowering plants. It's a very, very nice garden, something different, thought provoking and encouraging people to plant both fruiting, vegetable and flowering plants for the bees in their garden. And right through a lot of the gardens this year, Pat, there's a lot of fruit, vegetables and herbs. And that's a theme we've we've been seeing since early spring this year. Many people are going back to planting their five a day, albeit in pots and containers Mm -hmm. or patio tubs. But there's a huge trend back to the environmental issues and particularly getting children involved in the planting of their 5 a day, so That's very much in vogue here at all the gardens this year. So now, there's something for everyone. Really do, do
1: these gardens have a life after bloom? I mean, are they um, sold, some of them? Are they transplanted to somewhere? And the other question I have, uh, looking at the Chelsea programmes on the BBC, you wonder, you know, the, the lovely planting, do they keep those plants in pots and just cover them with a thin layer of soil or bark so that they can dismantle the garden quickly
0: well that would be a trade secret Pat but yes Uh I mean there are a certain amount of the plants that are planted directly into the soil and others that are left in pots to be uh, you remember that everything has to be dismantled mm-hmm. next Tuesday morning, and the whole area is turned back into virgin green grass. The OPW actually do a great job here in the Phoenix Park. They plant a plant called Phacelia, where the bloom gardens are, are um, displayed at the moment. And the Phacelia, of course, is so important for the honeybee, and it helps to ...to produce Michael D's beautiful uh, Orison Utheron honey. But the whole gardens are transformed back into green grass paths. So it's it's a three-week build and then everything goes back to Mother Nature once again... ...and and the OPW do a really good job. Speaking about the OPW, the Victorian Wall Garden is well worth a visit as well. I walked it this morning. It's absolutely pristine. So for listeners interested, again, in learning how to grow their five-a-day... Make sure that you drop into the victorian wall garden it 's right beside the show gardens and it 's absolutely exquisite, full of herbaceous flowering plants, but also things like strawberries nearly on the point of fruiting and lots of other um, vegetable and herb and fruiting plants
1: and of course, uh, bloom is all about food as well, food production, and also about everything you need for the garden because it 's very much a trade show as well. The nurseries are are all there by the way, Boric, just as a from your observation, is there any uh, plant or flower or shrub that 's kind of trendy this year you know that that you 're seeing it pop up everywhere.
0: Well, I thought a lovely plant that I spotted this morning on the um, Crumlin Children's Garden was a a hydrangea called Runaway Bride. It's in flower at the moment. It's a beautiful, light, uh, kind of cream-coloured flower that flowers the whole summer. And I also spotted a new rose, Pat, that is uh, designed and, and bred by an Irish rose breeder called David Kenny. And David lives in Tipperary, and he came up with this beautiful rose called Looking for Love. And it's a single-flowering persica rose, which will flower the whole summer long. But really what we're seeing, the trend at Bloom is very much the the greens path, the hostas, the ferns, the grasses in particular, and a lot of bee-friendly cottage garden plants. So things like the aquilegias, salvias, nipita, hostas, all of those are very much in vogue this year.
1: Now the slugs love the hostas unless you can put something do, even indeed. more tempting next door. There's actually even door. a gin
0: garden, Pat. <laughs> believe that or not. There's a one called the Blackwater Gin Garden which is celebrating the um, gins in Ireland. But that's quite a nice garden as well. There's right. something for everyone.
1: Well, uh, Porik, thank you for all of that. And listening also is garden designer Kevin Dennis. Kevin, good morning. Pat, how are you? I'm, I'm very well. Now, tell us about uh, your garden.
2: Hi, Pat. Um, yes, my garden, I've got together here with it.
1: Oh, we're, we're uh, lo- your line is a bit bad. Are you anywhere close to Porrick Horkin? Because his line was perfect.
2: <laughs> okay, can you hear me now, Pat? That's a bit better, yeah.
1: So tell me yeah. about your okay. urban sanctuary garden.
2: Okay, yes. The FBD Insurance Urban Sanctuary Garden. I came together with FBD. They wanted to create an urban space. And I had a great idea of a garden I really wanted to put together called Urban Sanctuary. And I'm really trying to promote uh, garden city spaces regardless of size, I'm trying to encourage pay- people to engage more with their outside spaces, whether it's a balcony, a small city garden, or, you, or your regular suburban gardens. And that's what I design, and that's what I cre- create for people. And I'm trying to get them more engaged with the outdoor spaces, you know, and I think using design as a tool, I'm trying to encourage and inspire people. And I think if, if they get inspired by their spaces, they'd be more encouraged to get out there, and their kids and teenagers will say, hey, this is kind of cool, you know, having a garden, and they might... Then get get that connection with the planting, and I think for the future this could be rewarding for us all. You know.
1: Now you, you've three gold medals under your belt already.
2: I do, yeah. <laughs> Are you <laughs> this hopeful this fork. year? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I, I, you know, I, I I try my best to keep my standards as high as I can. You know, like I'm I'm a fan of Chelsea, so kind of like I I try to bring a bit of that bloom. You know, I kind of want to raise the standards in our own in our own hometown. I think we should have. A she- the Chelsea level, so I'd be striving to get it up there, Pat. And
1: um, the, the, the sometimes the gardens are more about the you know the hard structures, the maybe the slabs and the arches and all of that, rather than the planting. But uh, you, you've used a few fairly unusual plants for the Irish mild climate.
2: Yes, we're trying to get kind of an international flavour to this garden because it, it, we. Because the Irish new culture, the new Irish spirits, that we have traveled the world. We brought home all these kind of cultural influences and all these kind of design ideas, whether we've seen them in Dubai or Thailand or around the world. And I'm trying to bring in, through the planting scheme, that international flavor. That even though I do have a lot of kind of contemporary structure in here, so the wall and the tiles, and it does feel like very sharp. But when you're in the space that you do feel, you know, that subtly that you've been around the world and you can pick up from the palms and the structural and grasses all around you, you feel there's something well traveled about this space. And that's what I'm trying to get into here. That's the international flavor of the kind of new contemporary Irish spirit of the people of today.
1: I shall be up there tomorrow to have a a good look at all the gardens and I'm looking forward to seeing yours, Kevin. That's Kevin Dennis, who's a garden designer and, of course, uh, Bloom runs right over the holiday weekend.
0: I can't stop thinking about them. I keep rereading their old texts.
1: Brian, Brian, this has got to stop. It's been months and they send those alerts to
2: everyone. You know that, right? Look, your bank is leaving, but you've got to get back out there. Listen to me, any bank will be lucky to have you, especially Bank of Ireland. Really? Yeah, they've even put together a simple step-by-step guide to moving banks and have a dedicated team on hand to help. Even an ending can be a new beginning. To start finding your new banking partner, download our step-by-step guide to moving banks. Search Bank of Ireland Big Move. Begin. Bank of Ireland is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.